One of the biggest regrets I have in life is didn't finish college in the US. Things could have been so much different. When I was in Taiwan, I finished the first year in high school. It was a private school, so I spent 12 hours a day just in the school. My first year in the US, I was on exchange. The first class starts at 8.03 and then we got out at 3 p.m. And I was shocked. Like all the middle schoolers, they are driving themselves home. We still got things to do, right? All my friends did better on um, biology class, but chem class, they're, you know, struggling. Me, on the other hand, I got over 90% on chemistry. That's like a sign to me that I should probably switch major and give it a try. It's actually overwhelming because there were so many experiences that a lot of people couldn't even experience once in their lifetime. Joining the cross-country team, being on a basketball team, watching people play volleyball together, all the stuff like that. Welcome back to college. I'm your host, Zach Stevenson, and today in the classroom, we're joined by someone whose desire to live a life full of experience landed him in the US. He first came to South Dakota on exchange in middle school before deciding to finish the rest of his high school years in the US. After considering options to move to a bigger city, he saw his opportunity right in front of him and enrolled in Augustana University. Battling factors outside of his control, this person returned back to his country of origin just one year into his college journey. Becoming fed up with the university in Taiwan, this person changed his directory again and leaped into the workforce. Calling from Taiwan, please enjoy the conversation with Jerry. Jerry Chen, welcome back to college. <laughs> Thank you. I do feel that now. You feeling feeling good? Happy to be back? Yeah, yeah, totally. I think I'm looking forward to jumping back. We had a little bit of a chat this time last year, it would have been, when I was in Vietnam visiting my roommate, Tom. We had a bit of a chat because I was very interested in coming to visit you in Taiwan. But a few things happened and unfortunately I didn't make it. So at least now we can sort of have a catch up to sort of bridge the gap. Hopefully I can come visit sometime soon. Sounds great. What do you remember about your time at Augustana? Oh, so my time at Augustana, it's... What stands out to you as the highlights? Highlights? I would say all the nights I've been stayed up and um, it's just crazy. Like as a chem major student, I think that's like a normal thing to do for every every chem major students. But um, at the center, I understand I'm from other country, which makes my first language not English. And um, uh, I also understand that you know all the you know professions could be you know very different and hard at the same time. And we gotta respect everything. We don't understand and you know just sometimes stick through the hard times and <laughs> that's all <laughs> yeah chemistry major is a bit of a tough one i was originally a chemistry major before i even went to augie but i changed be before i even got there because i thought hang on a second this might be a little bit challenging for me i know i know it's really challenging and you know first i went to augie uh because of uh, the biology major 
I went there in uh, in biology, but I couldn't do it anymore. I was going I, I was going after the med schools and you know become doctor everything like that. But I, at the I think the first first few months I just realized that you know medical school is probably not for me. <laughs> I know I know it's gonna take like so many many years of studying and you know all the what's that internship I gotta be like an intern doctor and all that stuff so I kind of give up on that so I feel like you know I still kind of interested in you know the whole biology stuff so I changed my mindset about being a doctor so I just feel like maybe I can go chemistry and then do something related to biology probably I, at the at the moment I was trying to do the um what's that called medication uh the for the medicine wise and then uh so that's why I switched my major to chemistry right okay yeah. so I don't want to get too stereo stereotypical here but coming from Taiwan Asian culture is, what... is would you say that for you growing up there you there was a bit of quite a bit of pressure to study lots potentially go down med school all that sort of route absolutely so oh it, it can be a very long story but you know typical asian country they always have this kind of my mindset that you know some um some jobs that ends up with shi, which means like, you know, it could be a teacher, it could be a lawyer, it could be a doctor. So these kind of jobs are normally um, viewed as like higher end of the, you know, society. So like older people probably my, from my, uh, either my, my parents or my grandparents or, you know, the people above them. They always think these kind of jobs have, you know, just they're they're higher end of the society. They controls everything. So those are the ones so, that you want. Then those are the ones that they really encourage you to pursue. Yeah. Yep. So they always been telling the little kids that you know you gotta you know work harder, study harder to become either doctor, or whatever jobs I, I mentioned. So they make more money, they you know, get to know more people and stuff like that. But I think slowly this kind of changing because, you know, uh, Gen Z is like getting older and, you know, there are more Gen Z in the society already. And we're kind of bringing different new ideas and the thoughts. So I think slowly changing, but uh, back when I grew uh when I was a little kid, They've been telling me to, you know, study hard, you know, work hard. And if you don't do whatever thing, for example, I study, uh, I started stu uh, studying English uh, since when I was in kindergarten. And that was kind of early for people in Taiwan because normally they started it in the third grade, fourth grade in elementary school. So I got a head up for like, three uh nah for around four years earlier so that's probably why my english kind of okay compared to others but 
I feel like that's a huge difference from me and others because we had the my family they had the resource to you know give me all the classes I I, I was taking and um I I understand it's kind of struggling uh, at the moment but I do appreciate what they kind of forced me to do because I think I think that's what's right and. I understand uh, how hard they pushed me, but you know I wasn't happy at the moment, to be honest. But you know, look back, look back from from now. I'm just appreciate. That's great. Well, as long as you don't resent your parents for <laughs> <laughs> being pushed into maybe doing some right. more studying. But it sounds like you had lots of great opportunities. Specifically for your parents, what were they? trying to what did they see you doing in the future honestly this is the you know this is a really tough question because um i don't think my family my parents they actually want me to do something they want me to probably just be happy at what i'm doing like um so i do have some like you know uh physical issues for example i sometimes have like a joint uh problem which my immune system attack my joints and that's gonna make me like having having a real hard time i could be waking up in the morning in the bed and you know couldn't move myself but uh that's part of life so i never really actually talked to my parents about hey what do you expect me to do in the future or anything? But I, from what they, uh, from that what they tell me, I can sort of tell that they just want me to be like, you know, happy for what I'm doing and enjoy whatever things. Like for now, I'm working uh, for my family, and um, I think they kind of get the point. I am not really happy doing. All the stuff they tell me to do but at the same time it's like you know i get time i also be like i also have time to uh stick around with my family and at the same time i still like learning new abilities so in the future maybe i maybe i stick in this uh this job but maybe not but either way i'm gonna i'm gonna perform well because what i'm doing now is kind of educating me or more abilities or different kind of experiences I'm going through. Yeah. Absolutely. Would you say then that maybe your parents weren't as stereotypical Asian and they may be a little bit more lenient? And because it really seems like they've just sort of guided you, they've provided the opportunities, but not necessarily force you to do anything in particular. Yeah, absolutely. Like, just in fact, they didn't, they, they didn't really be like those typical Asian parents be like, you're going to be a lawyer, you're going to be a doctor. They kind of just only push me for, you know, studying better. They, don't, they didn't say be a doctor, be a lawyer. They want me to, you know, study for better grades and, uh, you know, possibly I have a better grade so I can pick a better school in a better major because the whole uh, educational system in Taiwan is different from the U.S. Like, for example, if you uh, if you're trying to 
um, if you're trying to get in a school in the United States, and you you basically just apply for it, and if the school takes you, and then you can you know pick whatever major you want to study in, or it's more more like that. You can pick whatever you want to do, and if you can apply to the major you want, you can still like transfer or stuff like that. But in Taiwan, you gotta have a good grades. Uh, so there's like a huge exam that all the uh students gotta take in high school. So based on that grades on the exam, and it's gonna decide. It's kind of like ACT, but ACT is part of the you know the applying method. But in Taiwan, that's like the only way to you know do exam and. Then you can able you you will be able to like pick school and pick for the major. So for example, there's like a school in Taiwan which is the best. It's like uh, it's called NTU National Taiwan University, and then the uh, of course being the medical students in there is gonna be like you know the higher end of the top top <laughs> the 1%, ecosystem. The best yeah. of the best. So. That's like the hardest one to get in, like e either the school or or the major. So, did you go to that school? Nope, I wished. <laughs> yeah, so I think what my parents did, they they sort of forced me to study because they want me to have the, you know, uh, they want me to have the chance to take choice. So. Once I have good grades, I can pick whatever I want. Even though I don't want to be a doctor, even though I want, I don't want to be a lawyer, whatever. But I had the decision to make, so that's what I thought. It, it sounds like you have really great supportive parents. Yeah, but you know, at the moment, I just didn't realize that. I feel like, why are you pushing me so hard? I'm like, so for the middle school I went to, and also the. Uh, so I went to uh, I went to the US on the second year of high school. Right. So how old were you then? I was sixteen. Okay. Yeah. So you did I was a little 16, bit of turning seventeen. I guess it's different because in America, high school is from four years. Yeah. So year nine through to twelve, and then middle yeah. school is sort of seven to or seven to nine. I think it is. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Seven, seven so... and eight. I think middle school is. Yeah, so in Taiwan, middle school and high school, they're all three years. So in the States, middle school are two years, right? Yeah. And the then the high school are four years. So it's either six years. And um, so that makes me a sophomore uh, in Taiwan and junior and senior in the U.S. So I had two-year high school in the U.S. Uh, but what I was saying was when I was in Taiwan... I finished the first year in high school, which is the sophomore year, uh, which was the sophomore years. And the school was like, it was a private school. So I got to study really, really hard. And I spent 12 hours a day just in the school. Are you serious? 12, 12 hours yeah, a day from, at that age? From, mm -hmm, from 8 to sometimes 7.50, sometimes 8.30. So, you know, it's around 12 hours like that. Oh my God, that's and, more than a full-time job. Yeah, yeah. That's just, you know, thinking from, from as a U.S. student, it's crazy. Like, 
I, I, I first, uh, so my first year in the U S I was on exchange and it's like, I think it's like eight, eight Oh three. The first class starts from, uh, starts at eight Oh three. And then we got out at 3 PM something like that. And I was shocked. Like we, we got still, we got, we still got things to do. Right. That must be, <laughs> a, then, that must be an absolute breeze for you. Yeah. Yeah. Like people just being, you know, they, they just go around and, you know, go to head up to the gym, to the gym. And then, you know, probably some students, they head, head to the parking lot. And then another thing that shocks me was the, all the middle schoolers, they are driving themselves home. I was like, they're just kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I was like, no. Out in the country. Yeah. I mean. I think you can get your license quiet. Maybe at, yeah. at fourteen, I think you can start driving. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the the tutor one or the I, I forgot the words. So but this is good. Do you want to talk a little bit more about what your schooling experience was like in Taiwan? Oh yeah. So um, we we always have this half an hour thing in the morning. Half an hour. Yeah half an hour thing in the morning that we got to study by like on our own. So either from, from they were, from they were thinking was that this half hour can helps you, you know, concentrate a bit more because, you know, in the morning, probably, you know, on the rush to the school, you know, the traffic, it could be, you know, crazy and could be sleepy. Also, there's so many different things that, you know, kind of, uh, drag you apart from concentrating on studying. So this half hour, they were, you know, they were set here to, you know, help students concentrate more. But a lot of teachers, they just take this time and they want students to take more quiz and, you know, study for different kind of stuff. So we were supposed to study on our own, but we'd be taking quiz all the time. So that 30 morning, it's, like it's killing every student in here. I was like having a really hard time doing all those 30 minutes quiz because there there could be one, there could be two, but you always gotta finish them. And you know, I uh I sort of had some syndrome for uh uh ADHD, so I couldn't really concentrate like Especially that on early one in the thing. morning, first thing. Yeah, after you've yeah, probably I, been running the class trying to get there on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I couldn't really concentrate on one thing for like, you know, straight 30 minutes. I mean, the whole syndrome, uh, it's going to reduce the frequency that happens when you get older. But at the same time, I was, I was 13, I was 12, something like that. So I couldn't understand. I kind of hate the whole system. But I do, I don't understand that somebody just ruined the system. Um, but so you, you weren't super academic. I, you didn't really like school that much. Not at all. I mean, I, I, I'm not stupid. I'm not stupid, but. Oh, you're I, definitely not stupid. By, I don't by like studying at all. <laughs> right. So I, uh, what I could do, like, at least is listen to what teachers like saying in the class. But, you know, after class, if you want me to do more, I mean, I would do a little bit, but not, I'm not a try hard on academic. Yeah. 
Was so. there anything else that was a little bit different being in high or middle school, I should say, in Taiwan as opposed to the US? Yeah. So in the US, people go to different classes. Uh, I mean, people can take um, whatever chemistry or history uh, based on what they want in the uh, what criteria they're going to make to graduate. But in Taiwan, school here are, you know, you guys are in the whole class. For example, uh, for the ninth graders, there are six classes. And then uh, there's six different classes in the ninth grades. So they, we were so collective that we, the six classes, we all move as a unit. So for example, uh, there are uh, the class one, class two, class three, two, you know, class six and we'd be going to different kind of classes one as, as by the one, one the one big group just shifting around yeah 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 yeah. so it's not like different students have different you know schedule like the whole class had the same schedule as a unit that go every everywhere together as a whole class but you know there are like five other classes doing the same thing so they just switch around as a class. And were you in a group of people who were studying a certain thing or was that just a curriculum that was just the same across the curriculum, board? Curriculum. Curriculum. Everyone was doing you know, the same thing. You were just in yeah. the same group. Yeah. All so right. it's like, um, I sort of like it, like this style because um, so it's so collective that you guys hang around all the time. So basically the whole 12 hours, you guys gotta be, you know, by you know, by each other. So if you're with your friends, good for you. You gotta, you know, have lots of fun, a lot, lot of fun with them. Because you're with yeah. them all the time. Yeah. So, but, you know, it's gonna be a, another story if you're, you know, in the same class with uh, people you don't like. So there was this two years, so the first two years of my middle school, I was with my friends, but another really, really kind of annoying bully he was on our he was on our uh, uh, uh in our class too oh god so that's just like few of us me and my friends were just kind of standing like against through that bully and it's like weird because i know we're doing kind of like uh bad thing because you know at the moment you should just be like telling the teacher that whatever the bully was doing but we we're just standing against him which kind of you know I mean, we were doing the right thing, but the some behavior could be, you know, a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, we will we'll be like, you know, standing like that. That be that be really weird as an Asian to do, like typical theory. Like, uh, I mean, the typical thinking of what Asian would do. We're just like we don't throw chairs at each other. We just, you know, slam on the table and be like. <laughs> you should have be doing this. <laughs> we that's the way that we having and you know conflict. We don't really like hit each other or stuff like that. Was that different then. in the US? I guess. I guess I well, you I didn't get into some many crazy things. No, 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 no. I am, you know, I I love peace. Yeah. I love oh, hey, peace. You definitely you're a peacemaker, Jerry. We love it. So, yeah. we've already teased it. We've talked about it a little bit already, but you moved to the U.S. when you were 
starting high school. So how did that come about? Why did you move from Taiwan to the US? Yeah, so um, before that, I got to talk about my, my, my siblings first. So I have a brother and a sister, and they're both older than me, like three, four years. Um, so back when I was still in middle school, they were, you know, on their, uh, on their exchange also. So I think in my, my brother, yeah, yeah. They, they both came to the U S at certain points. Uh, my brother, he went to Washington state, now Washington DC. So, um, he got to wake up early at six or seven and he got to, you know, go feed the cows or the horses in the uh, on the ranch where is so washington just, state is that oregon it's way? like the upper left on yeah. the uh, on the corner so it's like uh yeah it's stick it's like very close to canada yeah I so think. that's washington state but washington dc is where um... washington dc is like on the upper right i think not not that not that um I am the yeah, just below New York, I believe, and maybe even yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah, 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 around that. So yeah, he's he's living that uh, farming life, I guess, <laughs> because like he always shows the picture that he and his uh, whole family, uh, what's that called? Um, it's like his host family. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. His host family. It's like. They always go out to fishing to uh, whatever a lake or a pound or a river whatever they go there like camping and you know having beer yeah it's like a bad a really bad thing to do on exchange because drinking age was 21 right yeah true it gets bumped up for all of us international students uh-huh, but we're and... so used to 18 often and for some even yeah. 16. Mm-hmm, right so here it's 18 but you know back Back at that time, I think he was 17. So that time he was like, you know, getting drunk. I mean, a whole bunch of beer, doing keg stand. <laughs> so did you see that and think, oh, this is sort of Pictures. the experience that I want? Yep. Yep. I thought that's like everything. And then I, but I do understand there are 50 states of, uh, uh, 50 different states in, in the US. So all the different cultures. You know, in the states, could be unique. So, and what was that process of like for finding a place to go to? I mean, I only do the part that uh, applies, and you know, for the rest of the thing, the organization and the U.S. government, they figure out where has you know where in a country they got an empty spot for me, and they sort of do a roulette. So I don't really get to pick where I want to go. Right. Yeah. So I was assigned there, and yeah, like 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 my brother, he was um he was at the he was in Washington, and my sister, he was uh she was in Florida. So they're like upper left and the you know bottom right. So they're like so apart from each so it's other. Very but... much. I'm thinking Wheel of Fortune just sort of spin the wheel. And yep. whatever state comes up, that's where mm-hmm. you go to. So where did you end up? I then I ended up in South Dakota. You did? <laughs> yeah. So great faces, great places. Mm-hmm, right. The Mountain Rushmore. I you know the uh, the trip to Mountain Rushmore. 
oh, I, that wasn't the first time I've been there. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I've been this place. It's the second or third time. I, uh, I don't remember that, but still, great faces. So which, what little, what town were you in in South Dakota? I was in Beersford. It's like a small town, got like 2,000 population. Okay. I think, yeah. 2,000, I think. And so you were yeah, there and- for how long on exchange? For a whole school year. Oh, so, right. That's a pretty long exchange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I was there, I think, on, uh, in August, August, and almost ended, uh, end of the August because I think the school year started on probably um, November. But uh, wait, wait, wait. Not, not November, September, I think. Um, yeah. That's when it starts. So, so yeah. Um, and what was, was that experience like for you? Yeah, it's super weird because I never thought uh, it could it could get uh, it could get that hot in the U.S. I thought it's gonna be like kind of chilly by the time there, but no, I was totally wrong. It's like so hot. Even sometimes I, I when I'm in Taiwan, I feel hot, but that's normal because we're you know surrounded by ocean and it's so humid. But it's also kind of hot, but it's kind of probably different weather there, but it's still hot and you, I don't know. I just want to stay inside and, you know, get all the air conditioning. <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, at the moment it's like still in summer and um, by uh, before I got here, me and my host family, we had a like few calls and then you know just talking about how you know life gonna be here and uh my my uh my host family kind of asked what what i do like for you know for fun or if there's any kind of clubs i want to join and then what I'd be did like, you say did you say that i study 12 hours a day i i did mention that and and it, it blows their minds off like it's crazy i think to like people around the world or sometimes even for, you know, people, lo- local Taiwanese here because only private school does that. Yeah. So I told my host family that I like, you know, doing sports, probably play basketball, volleyball, stuff like that. And he also mentioned about, you know, running. So it's like track and field stuff. Another, another word for that is cross country which is like a longer distance with different kind of landscapes. Yeah, so normally the uh, people in the U.S. do cross-country. It's like competition for 3K to 6, uh, 6K in uh, in range. But we run in different kind of uh, on concrete, on soil, on sands, or, you know, even in snow. Yeah, that's crazy for me at the moment. And... And so you joined the cross country team while you were there. I think I saw yeah, a I photo did. on your Instagram of you with. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like one of the greatest moments in high school, I think, because uh, it kind of tears me apart. You know, as a student, I was trying to, you know, my I try I try to join the whole American student thing. Like I try to um, understand everything. But you know, there's still limits for a, um, for people from different for for person from another country, like whole different culture. Yeah, but 
I tried my best, which didn't work out very well. But through cross country, I feel like I learned something because、um, even though you try your best, you might not get the、uh, outcome you want. But it it did help. It did help a lot. Just you know, I, I、uh, at the moment I didn't realize that. Um, it helped me through like socializing or you know communicating with my coach, and also it helps me to you know be more responsible for what I should be as a student. So whenever we're you know having practice, basically,、uh, sometimes it's like before school started, but sometimes most of the time it's like after school. So after classes, people head into the gym to, or to the track. So it's like for practice. Uh, for around three hours, but、uh, people could you know be lazy and be like, hey, I also、uh, I I don't I also got you know other things to do and you know find an excuse to leave for practice early. So there could be other different kind of circumstances, but、um, I understand that if you don't try harder, if you don't practice like it's in a real game, you're gonna you know you're not gonna get a good outcome. That's great that you found sort of an outlet and kind of a a rock, a foundation that would have seemingly guided you a little bit more, grounded you while you were sort of making this transition to the U.S. What kind of culture shock did you have when you moved on exchange to the U.S.? One of the culture shock is,、um, I think everything is so different. Like everything. Like what? Specifics, for example, the locker. So there, there are like、uh, a lot of whole boxes.、Uh, I don't know different lockers on the you know on the hallway, and then I I don't know I I never encountered that in my life before. It's very. I found it was very movie like. It was almost like stepping into a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I, I've only saw those kind of things in the movie, but now I have to, you know, actually have one and you know, <laughs> actually how, learn how to use it. The yellow school bus is another one that I found as well. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. funny. <laughs> they、mm-hmm, actually,、right. that is the school bus. So a, a funny story about me using a locker. It's like, um, so the first day I got into school, uh, I got a a piece of paper. It tells me my combination for the locker, but I don't see a you know a number a lock with number I can you know put in, so I don't know what to do with my combination. I went up to a a a classmate. I I don't know how to call it. Probably, yeah, no,、nah, he was younger. Yeah, yeah, he was younger than me. But anyway, I call him. Oh,、uh, I gotta call him classmates now. Um, he showed me how to use that. Like in five seconds, he just. Three combinations in, and then、oh, so、it just opens up. Those round、up. ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the the round ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this. It's just like a safe. So I didn't know how to use it at all. Like, I got three. I got three combinations on my on my piece of paper, but I can't use it. I can't find any use of it. Because you have to do yeah, twist it around three times yeah, but, and then back the other way once and then straight yeah, to the yeah, other yeah. number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After after he unlocks my locker. I I was like, how do you even know that? Like, you're a magician. You, yeah, like how do you even know? Like, you know, for example, the first combination you 
go right. Why don't you go left? <laughs> I was like, I have so many questions, but thank you. I was gonna, I was gonna be late, but thank you though. Well, thank goodness you could get into your locker and lock your stuff. Oh yeah. So I got a whole bunch of stuff. I feel like, um, so I got the books and those textbooks are, you know, the hard shells. It's like heavy. <laughs> it's like, like, I don't know, five kilos. Around five kilos, it's just in one book. And it's like heavy on my hands, in my backpack, all the stuff. And I like, I don't know, I'm going to be late. I'm in a rush, but I got so many things to put in my locker. Yeah, because I did some um, homework myself. Like I, I, I shouldn't be, you know, having all the books with me to the class because that's going to take up a whole bunch of spaces. And especially there are some classroom they got the the chair and the table uh the, the chair and the table like uh the for one person table yeah yeah yeah, yeah the foldable ones the yeah so there's not gonna be a whole bunch of space for you so i i do know i gotta put other classes stuff in a locker but you know at the same time i was like struggling to open that and that makes me look so stupid at the moment i was like somebody help <laughs> Did you feel like you fit in okay in the US? So the first few weeks are just, you know, people, when, when they see new students, they kind of, I don't know, they're so willing to talk to me, like, especially I'm from a different country. So they want to know my culture and know what I'm like. And I do appreciate so many of them. They're so nice to me. Uh, they helped me around join all the different kind of, you know, group of people. And, um, but I feel like um, there are some people, they show some unfriendly side, which I kind of just ignores and, you know, avoid contact with them. But what do you mean by that? Um, because I think some people, I don't know if that's uh, because my color or my you know, hair color, eye color, different kind of stuff. But I do feel like there are sometimes um, some people are unwillingly um, showing some sign to me because, I, I mean, from the looks, it's like I feel like I, I'm being seen unfriendly. And um, I don't know how to describe that because... Almost like a look to... Um it's kind of repelling you that sort of bending yeah, you off I, I, as not necessarily I, a threat, but just being just sort of like, yeah. Hey, you're a bit different. It's not like, it's not like they came up to me and say something rude. I mean, that happened too, but I mean, I take that as a joke sometimes because I do understand that some people have different kind of understandings on respecting others. I think, um, just to add to that a little bit more, especially I would say in Beersford, South Dakota, I think yeah. a lot of people in that Midwest area, South Dakota specifically, don't necessarily know much about the rest of the world. And that's a pretty big sort of blanket statement, which yeah. is not, doesn't apply to everyone. But yeah. I just think that there's a very more tight-knit focus more on local community as opposed to the, the globe worldwide. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand that, you know, there are some people they don't like me just because my my, you know, my face probably, but I do feel like I can do a lot of things against that because, you know, 
people don't necessarily like me, but uh, if I do something bad or, you know, if I uh, trying to, you know, talk more or even, you know, do it in a peaceful way, in a peaceful way, it might not end up well. So I, I didn't really have a choice. And what I was thinking was, you know, it happens. I di it didn't really get to my feelings that at the moment, but, you know, a couple hours later, I feel kind of frustrated feeling in inside. Very difficult situation. And that's some real cult yeah. culture shock in a way where it's, you are, but, because of yeah. your different background, there's a real polarity there. Yeah, I I understand that, you know, people like that exist, but uh, I still really like the place, like the whole South Dakota, because I went to different city all the time and from like, like I said, Beersford, or sometimes even went to Vermilion for, you know, the games in uh, US, uh, USD, right? Yeah. The University of South Dakota. And then um, I just... I hang out with people for the first year, the second year, or the third year in, in, in college. So it's like I've been to places, but, you know, the experiences are are great. But I also understand things like that happen. So I can't just always put that, in, like, in my mind. I, I got to forget that and let it go. For it sure. just, it happens. Yeah. And you seem to be very understanding of that, which is great. And mm -hmm, right. what was the progression from after you finished that time on exchange, you said that you stayed, did you just stay in South Dakota or did you have to come back to Taiwan first? Oh, I, I had to, uh, it's like written in the contract. So I had to go back to this, uh, uh I had to come back to Taiwan first after, uh, after the, that year, that school year. That's and then did like, you just go straight back? Yeah. So. Um, I went back, I think I made the decision in Taiwan with my friends, like, uh, because we had one year for exchange in the U S but if we want to come continue our studying, like as a high school students in Taiwan, that year doesn't count. So we still got two more years in high school. To so finish. you were behind a year then because you went yeah. to the U S yeah. So I got to study the year under my year I was in, in Taiwan. So we were like, you know, having that group discussion would be like all the exchange student that year, we're in a huge group, group call. And we just be like deciding, Hey, if you want to study in Taiwan, you, you do you understand that we got to study the year under we're, you know, wasting one year now. So, so that's, that's kind of funny. Did you then think, Oh, we're already behind. Let's just get more behind and go back to the U S. That's exactly what we made that decision, and almost we just decided like following a different path. Because since you were behind all your friends back in Taiwan, yeah. you just decided, well, we'll just change paths. We're just going to complete our studies we, we, in the U.S. Then, yeah, we, we we decided that right at right at the moment we are in the group chat, and then we uh, in a call we just be like talking because there's actually a lot of people that was exchanged in South Dakota. So there were like at least five or six of us in, in South Dakota that year. And uh, yeah, they're all Taiwanese. And we'd be like making decisions, be like, we're uh, 
we, we, we type this thing called plus one. Plus one means that you're in, like, for example, if you're going out for a dinner, for a movie, in a group chat, you just be like, hey, at, you know, probably 8 p.m. at the, you know, uh, whatever square or, you know, the department store and, you know, for one movie. And if you want to come, type plus one. And then there's going to be a whole bunch of plus one underneath from different people. So that means they're in. So that's quite a big Taiwanese community then yeah, in yeah, South yeah, Dakota. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, at the at the moment that we had this decision that we're going to have like somebody uh, studying in South Dakota to finish their high school year, like a whole bunch of plus ones just underneath. But I mean, uh, I do understand that studying abroad costs a lot, a lot. I believe you understand too. As a, as a um, student, in, uh, being a college student in the U.S. just, you know, it means, you know, paying a whole bunch of money, but um, might, might not be able to, you know, graduate. Like, for example, I didn't finish that. I dropped out. And I, I mean, if there is a chance in the future, I'd probably continue. But for now, I, I'm not, I'm still not sure about that. Yeah, but right. For- so just to sort of bridge the gap between when you went to college and finishing off high school, did you go back for another two separate years of exchange then? So the second year, it wasn't on an exchange. It's like international students. So we get the so J-1 Oh, you got the J-1 visa. Okay. We got the J-1 visa for exchanging. So that allows us to do different kind of things. I think we, if we if we want to, we can sort of do like particular jobs uh, because of the different kind of visa. But uh, for the visa we get for being an exchange student, it's called F-1. And for the F-1, you're just basically being a student. So you can't really work i like i mean you can still work find some jobs but like those works are either on campus or you know those words that you know not under the 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 what's the thing the, they have to be internships and things yeah. related to your major yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i think so, f1 is the most common i believe i mean i was on an f1 visa so right. it meant i could study at college for four years I could continue working in the in the states afterwards, but yeah, I'd yeah. have to work in my field, and it was only for another year or so. Yeah, so I I think there was that one class that you know the IPO teachers get a uh like you know inform us that what jobs we can do and different kind of things. So like what that. was on? What did the J one visa allow you to do? I think I think J one's like you know for the you know, working, uh, working requirement wise, it's like lower. You don't have to, uh, do stuff to, uh, you, you don't have to pick a job that's related to your major or, you know, or your profession. But, you know, at the moment I, I was trying to be a student and, you know, uh, uh understand more, uh, culture as I could. So like, I didn't really think about you know getting a job or yeah, stuff why, like that why work when you don't have to yeah yeah totally so, okay. so I, then I think that, when you're finishing off in south dakota what was that transition like to college at the at the moment i didn't really know if i want to still stay in south dakota like finish my high school year 
um, I was like thinking, you know, one part of me is thinking I want to go to a bigger place, like you know, probably Chicago, probably Minnesota, or you know, even maybe to LA, probably. But you know, at the moment, I my sister was in LA, so that was like one of the、uh, most reliable decision.、Um, but I mean, I'm I'm glad I stayed because like. Uh, even though South Dakota is a smaller places, I I have so many friends here, and you know people are nicer in general. Like for example, if I go to a, a bigger city, there are gonna be you know more diver uh diversity of people, but they don't know me. They don't necessarily have a space to know me. For example, well、uh, when I uh when I was in Augie, when I was at Augie, like the first week we had this thing. Uh, the the talent show and the welcome week, and then the 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 what's that? I had I had this performance like on the stage. I sang、uh, my from Betsy, and then it it got me so many different kind of fans because. So you sang at the、uh, talent show in front of all the new I, incoming I students. I did. I did. Really. Like, Yushi and.、Uh, Yushi and and Jasmine, they kind of talk me through, and they just kind of persuade me to you know help them because there there weren't as many performances they need, so I I say yeah I I I'm just gonna do it, <laughs> and then I I try I try because there there were many times that back then it was like the first day they told me and the second day there's the performance. There, there was a, a, a the talent show, so I didn't have much time to to prepare for that. So I just got up it, I got up there and do what I could. <laughs> That's nerves of steel right there to have the guts to sing in front of、yeah. all these new people who you don't know, I know and who I, are I going probably... who are going to be your classmates for the next four years or so. So <laughs> if you don't do a、I've、good job, seen... well, <laughs> maybe there's a bit riding on that. I know. I probably sing horrible. I I I've been thinking that 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 moment for a lot of times in 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 uh in I don't know whatever nights. Well, Jerry, I think it must have gone well because you didn't have a shortage of friends at college. I I I know. I know. That's sort of weird to say, but you know there that I think the the end of the welcome week there's like uh I I don't know people just be like out out on the campus. I was I was trying to go to the gym from two because I I lived there and that walk to the gym took me like couple couple hours because whenever I walk up there and people just stop me be like hey are you Jerry are you Jerry that sing the song on the talent show and I'd be like yeah that was me and then people I mean we just start introducing each other and then I tell them. Yeah, I'm Jerry, and people asking my real name, where I'm from, and stuff like that, and I repeated that ten, twenty times. But I, I, I was so sorry because I couldn't remember most of the names. There you <laughs> go. There were so many people. That explains all the fame that you had at Augustana. It started right I, from the beginning with your singing. Well done. I know. I know. At the at the same time,、I、didn't really hesitate to、uh, make new friends because I, I know, I know, I like that. And um, uh, I I I don't know. I was nervous at the same time because there was this uh 
it's the first time I, in my life that you know so many people know me and they're you know they're they're, they're kind of just strangers being honest they're strangers to me but they know me at what <laughs> i don't know i feel like everyone know me, knows me but i don't know them <laughs> that's fine baby that's fine that so that's just jerry what mm-hmm. was your college experience like fun I, I i gotta say it's it's actually overwhelming because there there's there were so many experiences that I don't know. A lot of people couldn't even experience in once in their in their lifetime. I think, because from from what I know, because is, um, I also came uh came to came back to Taiwan for college for a short amount of time, and I met few friends, and I mean, I mean they did have their you know highlights in high school or different kind of uh places, but they always tell me this one thing that um they want they want to come to my place and drink with me because i always tell them about so many different kind of interesting stories for example like those stories i came to the states uh about i came to the states and i drink whole bunch and then what i see on the party and also about like you know uh joining the cross country team and you know winning a game that we thought we couldn't and you know, being on a basketball team and watching people play volleyball together, and all the stuff like that, those things they've never experienced. But you know, when I was around them with them, I can tell them like they were there. So um, they always tell me that they want to come to my place and drink with me and you know have fun because of you know all these experiences and. I I don't know. I feel like that makes me a little bit more special than others. And but I do know that there are so many different things that out there I still don't know. I still, you know, looking forward to experience them. So specifically, what at Augustana did you what experiences did you enjoy the most? I I would like to say all the staying up late at night. Because I think seven days a week, I couldn't, uh, I, I can't find like 10 days I didn't stay up late. Like either for writing an essay, for writing lab reports with uh, with only myself in the basement to the morning, or either, you know, to the party house to tennis, <laughs> do whatever parties. And, um, but also those late nights, like the Almond Almond Center, they just you know they hold they 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 hold all the perfect parties. Like for example, my my favorite was the Halloween ones. I think they had the this haunted house. Whole, yeah, yeah, the haunted house. They clear out the second floor. I think the whole second floor to be to they did the whole building. Know. Yeah, so basically only the the track and the volleyball basketball courts. Are for all the activities. There are this thing. Uh, what's that thing? You get. You can get a a, a goldfish, a, a and a live real goldfish. I think. Uh, I think Brittany Brittany got one, and that's like <laughs> that's like her pets on campus, which is so cute. Yeah, and 
we can also play volleyball there. Yeah, at the uh, volleyball club is one of the best memories. We too. did lots of that. Yeah, that was yeah, great fun. I, yeah, I I I love that. I I still I still remember I could do jump surf back then, but now I I'm just not fit. I got so fat. Bring back volleyball club, I reckon. Got to yeah. get back for some more some more hits together with the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Uh, like I mentioned, uh, when I uh, when I got back to Taiwan, and uh, I also did few, uh, yeah, one and a half year of college in Taiwan, and I did uh, computer science, which uh, it's called what's that called? Information management. It's uh, it's called information man- management in Taiwan, but uh, in US it's called computer science, but. Uh, we have this volleyball club too, but it's only specifically for informational management. So only the make this major can join this club. And I still remember that, you know, we had this rule that we cannot, you know, spike the ball to a female player. And, you know, that uh, that's to, you know, protect them because they might not, be as good as guy. I I mean I understand that, but it should be you no. Know, if you if you don't want to play with the guys, you you can go play in another you can field. Go play like, another court, but that we're all business here. Yeah. So we back in the states, we all play together, and you know some volleyball players or uh, some female volleyball players are even better than me. Yeah. There's <laughs> so, a lot of good female volleyball players in the I know, US. There, that, that's that's one of their main sports that they like to play yeah, through high school. They're, they're too good. And I I didn't realize that kind of difference when I got back to Taiwan. So I was like confused, like, why are we doing this here? <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, I sort of understand that probably playing a few rounds because, I mean, people... People do like volleyball, but sometimes it's other people playing too well that stops them from playing volleyball. So I kind of understand this, and there are different kind of you know way to you know to spread volleyball. Yes, that's what made volleyball club good because not everyone was super great, but we're all good enough where we were just willing to play with anyone and just have a good time. So we've talked a lot about the experiences at college, but what what about the classes? How were they? How did you find them? I so for my FYS, I remember Dr. Gerling. He's like the best. He is oh no, it's like a blessing. I could go to his. I I could you know went to his class, and uh so for my FYS, it's like uh the subjectless the the sanity one. It's around that the whole um should I say the words it's like around poop so how are poops um you know in our life works it's like it was the whole example, life cycle of it wasn't it? i remember reading about yeah. that class yeah 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 so um the whole system of this thing is way, way bigger than you can imagine because for example, for the sewage system, it could go under a whole city for, you know, back in a few hundred years ago. Like, for example, for London, uh, back in the time, it's like all stinking outside. Like people have like a bucket of pee or, you know, poop mixed. They just like threw outside the window 
and it's on the street, but you know, it's never going down the drain, but because the drain is too old and it's all plugged, stuff like that. And also what goes under the toilet, like where it goes to and how it's going to be processed, all the stuff. And, you know, also about the, um, the whole system in third country world, it's like, we can't imagine a place like that because it's, it's seen, uh, it seemed common by us, but you know, back in the third country world, um, they didn't even have toilets. So they had this room. It's like a room with nothing. And there's going to be people outside charging money for people to go in to use the bathroom, their bathroom, but there's no, no toilet in it. They just pee or poo on the floor and, you know, a few hours, uh, in, in a few hours, people just go in and, you know, use the water to, to just wash it away. But that's, that's not viewed by us as a toilet. Well, I think and, we, we definitely take the whole toiletry but, sanitation system for granted. I think yeah. it seems like a really interesting class to broaden that perspective. But it, about specifically about Dr. Gerling, what made him so good? Like how amazingly Dr. Gerling can combine all these things in uh, in one class that he makes us feeling like, you know, talking about the dumps could, uh, could be a, also a really fun thing to do because normally when people think about it, it's going to be like really disgusting and, you know, a uh, weird feeling to do so. But um, there was there was these few many times I can, uh, these many times I can understand in class that what Dr. Gerling is doing, like for his whole life is just so important for everyone to, you know, understand it. Like it's a weird thing, but people do, people do poop. It's a very important issue, and and it's it's a huge, or it's kind of yeah, just the natural part of all our lives. Yeah, yeah, everyone does it, so we shouldn't be you know, uh, holding back from talking about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, what about the chemistry classes that you were taking? <laughs> no, I mean, I um. So, like I said, I, I, I was chem major, but before that I was bio major. And, uh, so for the first year, for the freshman year, either way for bio major or chem major, you gotta take bio, whatever, 101 or 101, whatever. The entry level class. Yeah. You gotta take bio and chem class, both whatever major you are, but, um, me and my other friends, international friends, including like Sasha, Emily, Brittany, whatever, my friends. Shout out we to the gang. Yeah, we, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> but we had a little chat about, hey, how are you doing in this class? And we'd be laughing. <laughs> be like, um, I'm doing okay, but actually not okay. <laughs> so that's like... Uh, very interesting thing. What do you think the most difficult part about that was? So for the biology, because I was on totally different end with others because they, uh, all of them, all my friends, they said they did better on um, biology class. 
but chem chem class they're you know struggling. Me on the other hand, totally different. I'm doing quite okay, and you know, I'm. I think I was over ninety percent. I was. I got. I got nine, over ninety percent on chemistry, but like for biology, I'm you know, an almost fail. <laughs> I did so bad. Yeah, so I was on a totally different end with my friends, and that's sort of, you know, telling me that's like a sign to me that I should, you know, probably switch major and give it a try, and which I at the moment I think I was doing the right thing. Yeah, go and, just play to your strengths, and obviously, yeah. if you're a little bit better at things, you may enjoy it a little bit more. Chemistry mm, still maybe a little bit dry, but. Again, it sort of leads you to lead yeah. some more opportunities. You only spent a year at Augustana. Did you, did you finish up in the spring of 2020? I did finish the spring. And, um, but the, I mean, yeah, I finished the spring and, um, I came back the, during, during March of 2020 because, uh, the of course the coronavirus hits and uh, it's a huge pandemic, and the school decide to you know just go online, and uh, I then I came back to Taiwan on March, but it's I mean online is really a hard time. I mean of course everyone understand how online works and how it had really huge influence as a students. And I mean, I had to, you know, for taking a class, I had to, you know, be 12 hours earlier. And that means when we're having a class in the morning in the U.S., that Just I'm doing it flipped. at midnight. Yeah. I'm doing it in, uh, at midnight and, you know, probably 2, 3 a.m. in the morning. I'm staying up trying to, you know, take classes and, you know, do all my works. Yeah, but... that's exactly what happened to Max and I when we went home. Because our time zones, I think, were three hours apart. But yeah, it's completely flipped to the US. So making right. those classes was very difficult. I know. Yeah, I totally understand that. And also, I saying very collective family, uh, collective member of family. We also got, you know, morning things to do. So like my family they thinks you know the whole family eating on a uh eating in the same table is like of a thing to do so they always want me to show up in the morning for for breakfast for lunch for dinner whatever so i you know either been sleeping for one or two hours and i gotta you know be woken up and be like hey you should come to dinner jay just you know join us and I was like, oh, I just can finished I, class. Can I? Can I say no? Can I say no? I still, I still got more sleep to catch. Yeah, and also they, they just always come up to me, be like, hey, we're going somewhere. Do you want to join us or stuff like that? And you know, most of the time they be they 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 wouldn't ask. They just assume that I'm going with them. But I just, you know, most of the time I gotta say sorry. I still got more things to do and you know exams and you know assignments. Yeah, the the online schooling was not a great experience. But you after that, you finished off that semester online back in Taiwan, and you right. made the call not to go back to the US. 
Yeah, because uh, I think at the moment in the U.S., I think the Corona thing. I, I mean, it's still going on, but more people got vaccinated, and I think uh, school made the decision that feel um, that you know they think the whole situation is like you know a level lower. So they start getting students back on campus to you know to take in class uh, in person classes, and uh, they also still have uh, they still have the online lesson method going, but the classes they offer are like only around ten or twenty percent compared to the former semester. So that's what kind of stopped me because I, you know, if I'm still taking classes online, I mean, yeah, sure, I can take classes online, but there's not gonna be as as many、uh, choices I, as I can get. So I made the decision to just、uh, withdraw. I think that's a very important point that you are making because. There wasn't going to be that community element where you could hang out with your friends in the dorm rooms and go to right. class、right. with large、and、amounts of people. It was just better to stay at home, which、right. I think is very powerful because that really shows, and what I believe is one of the greatest parts of college is、right. being surrounded by lots of diverse people and lots of other people who are going through very similar things to you with the studies and just the time in their life. Yeah,、so、totally. Without that. It almost doesn't seem worth it. In your case, it wasn't. Right, and also another thing I had to mention was so about the writing centers, and also the、uh, there's gonna what's that called? I, I forgot the word, but there were like uh, uh, our classmates, but but I don't know. Also, can major students who are you know one year, two years.、Uh, Older than us, and they of course learn more, and they had this like cram section that they helps us tutoring、uh, about, sessions. Yeah, 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 those tutor things, and like I said, also the you know we we can still like arrange the online meeting with our professors, but I mean it's it's like an hour. I mean if we if we need more, we could ha- we could have more schedules, but. Time might not work as well, and also there are so many resources that we cannot be using. It's like I I don't even know if they still have a writing center thing going online, and you know as a as a non English native uh native native speaker student, it's super hard for me to you know had a valid um. Valid essay to you know hand hand out to my professor because, I mean, even though I feel like I, I I wrote something good or you know acceptable, but still there are gonna be like astral fees or you know the uh wording stuff and、It's、I gotta rearrange the grammar. It is good、yeah. to get someone else to check that. I yeah, like for example, I haven't been using English for like so long here and. Yeah, I think yeah. Of course, you can tell. Like I <laughs> can't really talk really fluently. No, I can't but, tell you know, at all. I I think you're doing great. Thank you, thank you. And yeah, at the moment I was like writing a whole bunch of essay, writing a whole bunch of uh lab reports, but I couldn't find someone to you know kind of help me to look through if there's any kind of error or you know if there's like 
if it's the formats, for example, ALA, or I was taking the uh, psychology because it fits the format, whatever. So that was like the huge part for me to uh, to say no to uh, to say it's time to stop. So yeah, and also at that time, yeah. So that time, I just feel like whenever it's like uh, the the pandemic goes like uh, a bit a bit acceptable, acceptable, then I'll probably go head back to Augie. But I think my family sort of uh, wish me to, you know, uh, continue to stay in Taiwan because it's just safer. And then they talk, try to talk me into uh, studying the university in Taiwan. And I yeah, mean, no, that it makes, did. That makes a lot of sense. And is it, could I be, would I be right in saying this? Does it have anything to do with your immune system disease that you mentioned early on that affects your joints? Is that, does that play into I'm, this at all? That could be part of it because uh, I I discovered I have this kind of disease uh, when I was in middle school or uh, when I was in middle school. And um, were you in been, Taiwan or in the US at that point? I was in Taiwan, okay. and then the, it's always been a worry to them. But like when you when I, when I got to US and I've been doing a whole bunch of like sports and you know, I kind of living well and uh, that makes them feel feel kind of better, I think, in different kind of ways, even though they can't see me, but I'm telling them I'm doing great. You're I'm living a nice know, my lifestyle, body's being fit, yeah. getting active. Yeah. But like they also they they still like, you know, deep down on uh, deep down in their mind, they still want me to be like, you know, around them so they can see me if they wanted to does that disease have a name uh it's called ankylosing spondylitis right that's so, quite a mouthful yeah so that uh so that that can go shorter to only the the as so that thing could worsen to another thing which i don't know what's called but uh, potentially, I'll, I'll probably in a wheelchair if it goes really bad. Right. Well, that's, but for now, I'm doing great. That's really serious. Um, yeah, I know. And hopefully, it doesn't get any worse. But I want to ask how that had an effect on you at your with your time in the US and all the studying and just the whole lifestyle of both high school and college. Yeah. So I think. It's like um, I'm I'm feeling always I'm feeling tired like all the time, like even though I just you know I had four eight hours ten hours sleep last night, I can still be like you know feeling tired. The next morning I wake up, I feel like I'm like a, for example, if I if I'm a battery myself, it's like my maximum storage is only like sixty percent. So other people's got a one hundred, I got. No, sixty percent to you know go down too, and it's like I can't really, I can't really feel like all energetic and you know powerful and stuff. Uh, I feel like I am always you know that's the like I said those are outside things, but inside I mean my mindsets are. I don't know. I just always look for the best side of things. 
obviously, but I'm, I'm still changing that because I understand that that's gonna have a really huge and bad influences on myself. I, I always got, you know, yelled at, you know, because my friends think I'm, you know, being very emotional all the time. And they say it's like in a really best situation for a person, like not even just for me, even for your friends or people who care about you around you. And I, I do understand that I don't want, I don't want to bring all the negativities I have to others. So, you know, the, uh, compared to, you know, me, myself, keeping all the negativity to myself, why not just el eliminate all the negativity thoughts I have with myself? Then everyone's going to be happy. So, um, I'm still de dealing with that now because there are so many different things that can make people go negative, but. Um, I think everybody's got to find a, find a way to deal with it. And, you know, even through different kind of ways, for example, me taking boxing lessons, that's, that's helping me a lot. And some people do it, you know, by doing workouts or going to exercise or, you know, talk just by talking to other like friends, it could, it could help too. So it's, I don't know, it influenced me a lot in different area, different parts of me, but um, and still trying to make all the, uh, influences, like not as much as it was before. Right. Well, that's very self selfless of you to try and make the best of the situation and try and give as much energy as you have, even though maybe that is only a 60% tank. Yeah. And I think I remember there's a few times in the U S where you maybe you did seem a bit low on energy. And I think I, I don't know if we ever talked about this while we were there, but I think I heard it one way or another, something about that sometimes Jerry just doesn't have the as much energy as the rest of us. Yeah. But so you did incredibly well to deal with that. Yeah, thank you. But I don't know. I, I feel like it's still, you know, improve better. And one one feeling I have is uh, is about that I only have like, one, each person, everyone, everyone living, they only got 24 hours in a day in their life. And, you know, however many days they have in their, in their life, but 24 hours a day. And I already have, I, I only have those time, but I still don't feel like I, you know, in those time I can manage to have enough time to, you know, to social with my friends, you know, to take care of my friends, people I care, or even myself. So why not just stop, you know, wasting all the time, just being emotional by myself. <laughs> That's what I thought. And, uh, wait, like I, I think it's just so it's just different kind of thinking for, for me, because when I was on campus, there was this kind of, uh, this thing. I had in the in high school because uh, me and my ex girlfriend, and it was super weird because um, I still put a lot of effort and time uh, uh, to hang out with my friend in high school, and uh, didn't turn out as well. So that kind of also you know uh, influenced me at at the at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, it's very challenging for you. And well, I, 
you've got the right attitude for it. So I guess 10 points to you and hopefully you can just keep managing how you can. I have a really, I have a photo that I want to bring up. This is one of my best memories sharing with you. This was, uh, do you want to tell me about this event? Oh, oh, wait, is that called the, that's the dance. Oh, okay. I think it was a, it was just the school formal. I think yeah, that was yeah, the yeah. first it's time Augustana threw one, I think. What if that's the first one? But that that's a photo of um a whole bunch of international students and we just I know. it was pretty simple, just in a barn somewhere and we had just some dancing and some food. It was a whole heap of yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I I remember that's like yeah, that's really a bar. <laughs> yeah. And I remember it it's it was great. Oh my god. Like I was thinking, yeah, my hair was long that time. <laughs> And it looks weird because... You had it tied up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Uh, I remember... Uh, yeah, it was Yushi and I. Yushi and I, we... Um, I was like, one day we were just in Walmart. And we were at Walmart and we just be like thinking, Hey, well, we're getting grocery, but I just like, we're kind of bored, but we want to do something. And we went to that area that we can get all the, you know, shampoo and all the... Um, dyes and you know shower gel thing but when we walk through the dye and i'd be like hey do you want to dye my hair <laughs> oh you dyed your hair that's right oh my god so so we bought the breach and we bought the dye and then we went back to uh wishy's storm room and then it just like we we got everything set up and they started breaching my hair and yeah jasmine was there too and it was just so much fun because, like, I don't know what's going to happen. They don't know, too. So <laughs> we <laughs> just kind of having the experiment on my hair. And then, yeah, it breached. It, it did work. And it looks golden and Yeah, it looked great. So you did that purposely just for that event? No, no, no. no. That well, was, like, that earlier. Because you could. Yeah. yeah, that was, like, way earlier. So much fun. That was a super fun night at the formal. And I know, I'm just looking formal. looking at your overall experience at Augustana, Jerry. If there's a letter grade that you would give that experience, what would it be? I think everyone should enjoy the moment. And uh, for uh, by saying that, I don't, uh, I didn't mean that you should forget your past or stuff. It's like uh, you can't imagine what's gonna happen next in your life, and uh, the moment. You're being, uh, you're going through either good or bad. It could also have really huge influence in the future, and just, I think, take every decision very, very, very uh, wisely. And you can go to your friends and talk about that. You can go to whoever your mentor is. But um, I think if you're having a hard time, you you can you can make through it. And you know when you probably years go by and you look back it could be so much different on you and it's all gonna be a good memory after it all so that's basically it that's great advice and mm. if you could give that summary a grade a b c d e f what would you give it it's gonna be in it's gonna be in it's gonna be an a for sure, because I mean, probably S tier. I gotta go go <laughs> higher. The step above. Yeah, it's like 
Hey, I, I gonna say that's that changed my myself like a lot, a lot because I in couldn't. In what ways? Yeah, like I couldn't imagine if I grew up in Taiwan, if I never went on exchange, if I never, you know, study abroad, then what kind of journey it would be when I'm an adult? I'll be only knowing, you know, how to study, and I'm still, you know, I'm trying to, you know. Run away from studying, even though I have to. Then I'll probably be, you know, kind of a person that cannot handle stuff because I always want. Oh, I always try to run away from from things I don't like. But there are so many things that you don't like in life. So, um, I, I I can't imagine what kind of person I would be. But you know, going out abroad, I gotta live on on my own, and you know, I gotta make all the decision myself. You know, do a laundry myself. I gotta think about what I'm gonna eat tonight. You know, all these kind of easy things. Like, it might be easy in life, but uh, if you can learn how to make all the decisions by myself and you know schedule all your time and arrange everything, that's like a huge ab ability already. Because I I've seen a lot of people that you know can get their life together. <laughs> Which is like you know, still, you know, I mean, no harsh on them, but still gotta you know do better. And sometimes I find myself in that situation too. I just you know collapse sometimes. I gotta pick myself up, and it's like I I feel like ability to to be a other person normally is already a huge thing. So can also be proud of yourself sometimes. Like that, very wise words. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And do you actually decided? It must have been when you got back home to Taiwan. You started studying again, but you decided not. Nah, you know what? I don't want to finish my degree. I just want to start working. And right. When we talked last this time last year, I think you're working in the kitchen, and you've since moved on, and now you're working with your parents. Yeah, so the whole mindset changed between these three time area from, you know, still studying information management and working in kitchen and working for my family. And yeah, it changed a lot because different kind of things goes, go by. Like, for example, I had enough about studying information, uh, information management so I feel like I should start working because I, you know, I don't want to be, you know, living on my family. So I feel like I got to do something myself. And that's why I go to a kitchen. I, I go work there. I learn stuff I like. I like cooking. I like meal prepping and all the stuff. Like I learned so many things there, even though those things I could also study on my own and I can, you know, learning on my on my way like for example watching youtube videos or buying recipes all the stuff but i still feel like i gotta do it on my own to you know in order to get a better and uh first-hand knowledge of it so there's also so many things that in the industry that people don't know and people can learn it from you know online or on books so that's why i decided to join the whole industry i started working in the kitchen i you know spent like around 10 hours there i work hard i do all this all the works that people don't want to do and that's why i learned a lot and 
Also, I I like that job, but like for example, they don't they didn't pay me high enough. <laughs> so that's one of the reason I feel like I should probably find another job. Like on. either, yeah, either either staying uh in a kitchen, but in another one, or working in a different area because I am still like me right now. I'm 23. I'm still young, and I can still learn different kind of stuff if I want to. And at the moment, there was this time I was still working in the kitchen, and my parents called me. Um, um, they asked me if they can, you know, schedule me a time to, you know, go out to have a to have a meal together. So only me with my parents, three of us, and it's like really rare that we do so because、uh, at the same time, my sister was still in Taiwan, and now she's in Shanghai.、Uh, so. Um, it's just a meal. Me with my parents talking about my future because、um, they feel like they want me to work in the、uh, work in the family business, so they can kind of. I mean, one way to say that is because they need more person because、uh, as the、uh, business is going bigger and bigger, they find the shortage of hands. In a in a company, so they kind of want me to do the the jobs. But another reason is because that they want me to also you know to form another ability. For example, for you know doing the paperwork and all the stuff like that. For you know what I'm doing right now, yeah. And I kind of understand that, and they sort of、mm, they talk me into thinking that you know we're gonna have like a real coffee shop, a cafe, or you know a you know. Restaurant and stuff like that, and that's what got me into. But right now we're still, you know, planning on that. But I right now I'm still doing all the paperwork and all the different stuff. And so, what business do they have? So for the family business, it's uh, it's like print printer, uh, like like printing company. So it's a factory that we make all the uh package for, for example, the luxury stuff, the wines or the Cosmetic stuff or the medicine, the different kind of stuff. For for example,、so、we print all the labels and that sort of thing. Yeah, for for、uh, like either on paper on PET, the plastic things, or you know, we have different kind of、uh, special effects to make it look shiny, and you know, it had different kind of pressure、uh, pressure labeled on it. So we anyway, it looks fancy, really fancy, but. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It sounds. I mean,、it's, it sounds like a great, a great business, and yeah, I think your parents came to you because seemingly you'd、yeah. be a good fit to do the job. And what、yeah. you're telling me just before before we started recording was that you're doing a lot so, of the work, doing a whole bunch yeah, of so, different pieces. You've been、mm, learning a lot as so well. So that's that's like a one part, and then but and they want me to do the part that is like I said, we sell the gift box. For like coffee and tea, and we also have different kind of、uh, products. That's like a notebook, and it's like、uh, a mug, a、uh, you know, sticker, and a bag. Different kind of thing. So we have so many things that we're selling, and、uh, it's actually a lot of different kind of、uh, different kind of jobs that I do because. Uh, like I said, I had to manage all the numbers in the stock, and I had to do all the you know 
numbers go through and I also have to, you know, reply online for the customer services, all the different stuff that I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a lot and all that experience is great. And I'm sure it's going to serve you well. Is yeah. there any particular job or future career that you're striving towards? So, um, I, I forgot if I, uh, told, told, told you about this. I think, I think, I think not because, uh, I think so, no. yeah. So I remember, uh, Max, he was, uh, he was streaming for a while on Twitch and he was streaming the, what's that called? Call of Duty. I think, I believe so. And, uh, he streamed a while, uh, for a while, but I, I've been watching uh, watching Twitch for I don't know a few years already three four years yeah just by the time I got back and then that's like uh, one one way that I made a lot of friends I have right now because I they 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 just have this one community thing going and I met them each each of them on a different kind of like channel and i mean they they means a lot to me because they three four years ago it's like at my you know very down moment uh i wasn't doing great at all and i mean i met them and we kind of go through the whole pandemic thing a lot because it did struck the economy very badly and i think everyone's going through the hard time together and that's why me and my friends i made on 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 twitch it's like we're so close to each other and so for now i am thinking about um some industry that can probably connect connect the real life and the twitch together so if possible i'm trying to come up with like a restaurant you know it's a mixture of restaurant or uh and a bar or maybe a cafe even. So it could be like a a space for for those uh channel to you know have a time together inside. So for the so, online communities to meet up in person and become Yeah, yeah, yeah. More of the meetup place. Community. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I try to uh if possible I want to be the person that I try to connect the online to the to the, you know, real life. I want to be, you know, helping to form this community together. Yeah, awesome. that's... Well, you're, you're a community man. You've all throughout the stories you've been sharing with me just now, all just connecting with people in South Dakota, just being around friends. I mean, yeah. it seems like I a mean, great job for you. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll try. But right now I'm still, you know, forming my my ability to work on different stuff and if possible that's the thing i want to do and uh i mean i did try streaming for for a while but i don't feel like i'm 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 the one for that right so. okay but yeah i mean like you've just mentioned there's other ways to be involved with that and i think it would be interesting to talk about if since you didn't actually finish with a degree yeah right would you think do you think that you actually do need a degree to pursue any sort of career path or do you think you can just get straight to work and learn on the job? Well, I mean, for 
for the thing I said, like, you know, uh, forming the community for Twitch uh, audience and, you know, channel, I think it doesn't need me, it doesn't require me to have a degree, but um, it, there are only different kind of like abilities you need, like, for example, like, um, the, there are so many kind of different letters you're going to write to, to like, you know, either the channel or to the community or, you know, uh, arranging the rules for, you know, for different stuff because some channel owner, they won't, they don't want to be, you know, uh, be interrupt like privately. So there are so many rules still to, you know, run through and there's just, I think, I think through working experience, it can, it can be improved a lot. And, uh, otherwise I don't think, uh, uh, a degree is like required, but if I'm working for others, like for a business for whatever shop, I, I think the college degree is like still a very important thing in, in Taiwan because, um, college is like ch very cheap in Taiwan and you know, relatively to the United States. So, so you think mainly, it's more of a way, if you have a degree, it's more yeah. of a way to get in the door and maybe climb the ladder, the corporate ladder yeah. a little bit easier. Yeah, because I think for the percentage, it's probably around 60, 70 of, of uh, those younger people that they got a degree. Because like mostly people are, if you go to high school and you ask their 12th grader or, or whatever, you just go into a school and ask that, what do you want to do after you graduate in, uh, in high school? Then they're going to answer you that go to college and stuff like that. But you know, they probably don't even know what major they're going to go in, but of course they want to go in college because it's another four year that they have time to think about what they want to do in the future. Like if you ask me in middle school or high school, I'd probably answer, answer the same. Well, I think yeah. that for many countries, I think it is still very much an assumed pathway is to once you finish high school, go to college and get a degree. So I'm interested to really just dial in this question, Jerry, if you could ask or if you could talk to your younger self before you started college, would you have gone? knowing now that you didn't end up using the degree? Oh, um, so I would want to, I would want to say just get your mind together and fix, uh, and figure out one thing to do. Just only one thing <laughs> because I, I do, I do know that diff, uh, different time period that people, you know, take, take different information from outside. And um, if you keep letting all the different things that probably not even relevant to yourself, then you're going to be all mixed up together and you can really focus and, you know, think for even just one thing. So what I, what I hope I could do was um, I probably should have, just focus on one thing and you know stick with it no matter what because if you if you've been yeah for example i i think oh i always think too much 
So if I only been thinking and I haven't been, you know, actually doing it, it's like stopping me from doing anything, like even just one thing, simple thing. Well, that's tricky yeah. when you're afforded so many opportunities, it's hard to know which right. route to take. So mm -hmm. would you, just a simple question then, would you have gone to college in the US? I would still, I would still do, I would still, yeah. Because one of the huge, uh, one of the biggest regret I have in life is, you know, didn't finish college in, 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 in like in the US. It's like, things could have been so much, like so much different because it's like so much easier that I had a chance to do so. Like for example, other people, if they want to apply a school abroad, first of all, they, you know, they're going to have like a better, uh, a better diploma in, in like in any kind of different criteria. For example, I graduated in, in high school in the United States, but I'm an international student. So uh, they didn't ask me for any like um, English ability uh, exam grades, stuff like that. Like for example, TOEFL or, you know, um, whatever stuff they, they require me to take. But um, if you want to do that uh, as a Taiwanese student who graduated in Taiwanese high school, then it's going to cost them like uh, uh, a lot of money, definitely. And also the tuition and stuff. But I had the chance right there and I, you know, didn't use it properly. <laughs> so that's like very, you know, regretful <laughs> for me well, as I a think person. I think, I mean, you're probably maybe being a little bit too harsh on yourself, but I think it's just sort of, it is a little bit of victim good circumstance. And I mean, the pandemic yeah. did come and hit and that has destroyed a lot of I know. people's plans and changed everything for, in a lot of ways. So, I mean, it, it, I think that by itself did kind of, well, ruin your trajectory to finish college in the US. Yeah, I, I totally understand that. <laughs> But you'd right. love to go again and potentially even you still will. You still could yeah, actually yeah. finish your degree. Yeah, that that's a possibility. Is that is that something that you're you're trying to do? You mean go back going back to school? Yeah. You know, one one part of me is thinking like yeah, it's like going apart inside because a part of me is thinking, I am already 23. And if I finish it like on time, maybe 27 or 28 by, by the time I graduated. And, you know, I, I still don't, I'm just kind of afraid to go like uh, economically not that stable. So uh, that's one that's one thing I, one concern I have. But another one is like, can I still like study, study like I did because I I knew how much effort I put it in. Uh, so all the all the effort I put in, I do I still have, you know, all those kind of energy and you know that kind of feelings that I am a student. I gotta do what I do, or would I would I be thinking, um, yeah, working is better. I can you know pay my pay my. Uh, own stuff, pick my own stuff, and uh, I don't need to worry about you know failing a class or or not stuff like that. But I yeah, don't know. That's, it's that's fair enough. It's yeah. It's it's weird. Like if you're asking a student 
then you can probably say, no, I want to drop out. But, you know, when you start working, it's all become more re realistic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully it works, works out one way or another. And I'm sure even if you don't go back as a student, you'll go back at some point to visit all your friends there and yeah. all across the world. Is there anything else, Jerry, that as we've been talking, maybe popped up and thought it'd be great to share? Open floor. Um, well, I just, I just want to say no matter where you're at, like, for example, I, I don't know, like probably international students, because no matter you're abroad or you're at home, just you're going to know what you're doing because, uh, there was this time, time period I didn't really know. And I just going day by day and still wondering why I'm, what am I doing here? Like, I'm, I'm actually doing nothing. So, um, no, I, I think there's one thing that everyone needs to figure out is what you, what you're actually trying to do by what, like, for example, I'm studying to, you know, get a diploma so I can find a better job. Like, like that's, that's clever. And. Uh, that's straightforward. But for example, when I got back and I withdraw from the school and I didn't try to do anything and until I, you know, apply for another school, um, you know, I was kind of missed. I was lost. And um, um, so I, I just feel like you're going to know whatever you're doing and your destination is where. So you you got to do whatever stuff to achieve to the to the goal or to your destination whatever wise yeah pick the goal and go straight for it yeah yeah jerry thank you so much for coming back to college thank you zach my pleasure